With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going down? This is Mike Brown, one half of the team at the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take. I am flying solo this evening. Jeremy Brenner has the night off. So it is just me for tonight's postgame show. Uh, the Houston Rockets fall this evening to the Utah Jazz. So if you are watching tonight uh, on Facebook, you can come comment along with me as we can talk about this evening's game as the, the shorthanded Rockets fall once again to the Utah Jazz by a score of 114 to 99. But let's be honest, this evening's game was a lot closer than that 15-point uh, loss that the, the Rockets suffered in Utah coming on the heels of a back-to-back -back 
game. Pulling up the box score here, the Rockets did fall to the Jazz tonight, losing their 15th game in a row. A lot to get into tonight uh, with the Houston Rockets, but hopefully you can come hang out with me as we I'll stay on as long as you guys are commenting along and having some fun with me here on the post game uh show so let's get right into it uh once again the rockets lose 114 299 um look to be honest with you initial thoughts the Houston Rockets uh, I mean fought their their tails off tonight they they this is what I was talking about right like the the last couple shows, I will be the first one to admit that I was um, frustrated. You know, I, I am, I would, I am, I was just frustrated with the lack of effort from this team. Right from the, the last couple games, they just looked not interested. It looked like they had absolutely um, no interest in playing the game of basketball. Um, but you know what? I, I give all of the, uh, I give the Rockets all the, uh, credit in the world. They, they played about as hard as you could ask tonight. Um, and, and I want to know what, what you guys think. What did you guys think of the, the comeback effort, uh, tonight here, you know, on the game? And let's get into the uh, let's get into the box score real quick as you guys are starting to funnel in. Thank you very much to everybody that is going to join me here on the post game. Kevin Porter Jr. This dude's gonna be good. I mean, this dude, this dude is going to be really, really special. Um, and you saw it, you know, here tonight. Last night was his first game with you know the the main club as we'll call it. He played 38 minutes tonight, 27 points, three rebounds, eight assists. He was 11 of 25 from the field. Um, now he did shoot one of nine from the three point line, something to watch one of nine tonight, one of five last night. So he's two of 14 in this first two games um, with the Rockets, but that's something that'll get ironed out. I think uh, I'm not all that concerned about it, but Jeremy asked last night what's something that you that I saw in his game that could use um you know some working on if you will and I think the three point uh ability for him needs to improve I would say um and once again I want to hear from you guys as everybody starts uh funneling in tonight we already have some great questions that I'm going to get to here in a couple minutes um because tonight it is all about the fans watching this show. Um, so we appreciate everybody coming in. Sterling Brown, 15 points, three rebounds. Jay Sean Tate, 7.6 rebounds. Struggled from the field. He was only three of 13 from uh, the field. Justin Patton had a, a sneaky good game tonight, especially from the field. 13 points, five rebounds. Ben McLemore, 24 minutes, 8.7 assists. Uh, KJ Martin. KJ Martin Jr. is 19 years old, and I absolutely cannot wait to watch what this kid's going to do. I was a big fan of his dad, Kenyon Martin, uh, back in the day, and he honestly had one of the nicest, slickest blocks I have ever seen in my entire life tonight on 
the biggest fake tough guy in the league and Rudy Gobert. Like at the end of the game, Rudy Gobert hits a, I think he made a layup or he hit a dunk or he did something and he starts tough talking Jay Sean Tate. You know what, Rudy Gobert, the next time you do anything of significance in a game that actually means something, give me, give me a call or, or you can start talking mess then. But he, he's a fake tough guy. I have nothing but disrespect for Rudy Gobert. I think he's a clown. Uh, let's get to the guy that I am so impressed with, and that's David Nawaba. David Nawaba tonight, anybody who knows anything about David Nawaba and what he's going through right now, he's got a wrist injury, and he's fighting off, um, and we're getting to uh, Luke Pelletier. I- I'm sorry if I'm butchering your last name. His question was, how do you feel about Nawaba's effort? He went to the coaching staff tonight and he said, look, guys, I I know how shorthanded we are. I want to play tonight. And he put himself in the game tonight. He had 10 points and eight rebounds, five of seven from the field with basically one hand. What a performance from David Nawaba. That's called being a grown-ass man. And it puts in perspective what a guy like Victor Oladipo is doing which I think it's the Rockets organization and Oladipo are looking at this situation and they're saying, you're not going to play back-to-backs. But he's sitting there on the bench, you know, thinking about where he's going to go in the offseason. And just as a perspective, uh, you know, he, he put himself in the game tonight, it, David Dewaba did, and Victor Oladipo, you know, sits out and says, okay, well, it's a back-to-back, I'm not going to play. Um, let's address some questions or comments here. Uh, I'm not going to get into the stat line for the Utah jazz. Cause quite frankly, I really don't care, uh, about that. Um, Michael Hall says, cool. The team sucks. If you want to elaborate on that, I'm not sure what team you're talking about. If you're talking about the Rockets or the jazz, um, quite honestly, the jazz are having one of their best years in recent memory from what I saw tonight from the Utah jazz. I will take the the Los Angeles Clippers and the Los Angeles Lakers against the Jazz in a seven-game series. I think the Jazz played tonight where they they overlooked the Rockets a little bit. You know, they looked across the way and said, well, they're only, you know, they only played nine guys and Mason Jones really only played 10 minutes. And David Nwaba gave all he could for the 18 minutes that he was on the court tonight. Um Okay, and Michael Hall comes back and says, not good enough. I'm not sure what you're talking about. So if you could elaborate, that would be fantastic. Um, but I, I'm not impressed with the Jazz at all. I, I think they're a nice team. Do I think that they're going to succeed in the playoffs? No, I don't. I think Rudy Gobert is soft. I think Donovan Mitchell's a really nice player. I think Bogdanovich is a nice player. I think Mike Conley is a top top half of the league point guard. But do, am I thoroughly impressed with what the Jazz are 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 and what they're going to do in the playoffs? No, absolutely not. Uh, Anthony Swan Sampson says showed some grit with those with those we have here, especially Kevin uh, Porter Jr. I'm not even sweating that we're losing. We need a top three pick. Future is bright. To be honest with you, Anthony, I think it's a great comment. I think tonight is what I have been begging for for the past month. It feels like not the last month because half of that time. Uh, was, uh, and the comments are fantastic tonight, guys. So, so keep them coming. We're going to address every single question you guys have. Once again, this is Mike. I am 
Michael Brown and I am doing the post-game recap for the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take, the number one podcast for SB Nations, the Dream Shake. Um, the, but the thing is, the Rockets tonight just went full youth, right? The the guys like uh, Christian Wood, who's going to be a major part of this team, obviously, but I'm talking about more guys like Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon will not be a Rocket by the time the youth of this team gets to be as special as I think that they can be. And the youth I'm talking about is Jay Sean Tate, uh, Kevin Porter Jr., and K.J. Martin uh, Jr. Those three guys are going to be vital parts of this team moving forward. Uh, Harvey Lee, thank you so much for the comment. I hope we can get Mobley in the draft. Look, I, I think Mobley, I believe he's from USC, the big guy, great talent. If the Rockets are going to go full youth movement and try and get a top four pick, you're going all in for Cade Cunningham from Oklahoma State. And for those of you who are not uh, brought up to speed with who Cade Cunningham is, go look at what the Oklahoma State Cowboys did to the uh, Baylor Bears tonight in the Big 12 tournament. Um, Lewis Brown, uh, great commenter as always. Nawaba has more heart than Oladipo and Tucker combined. You know what? I don't disagree with you at all. Not one damn bit. Because... What we talked about last night was the fact that P.J. Tucker is no longer with the team. And I get it. He wants to be with a contender. He wants to force his way to a contender. And that's fine. Thank you so much for what you've done for this team. You were a major part of the team that helped this team get to the Western Conference Finals. But when you look at what the Rockets have gone through thus far this year with the James Harden situation, new coach, all these new players, they look to him as a leader on this team. Uh, guys, you know, loved John Wall talked about how important he was to this team at the beginning of the year, you know, and PJ Tucker basically after the all-star break said, yep, I'm gone. See ya. I want no part of this team. And he left them out to dry. Shame on him. Uh, Harvey Lee. I see a lot of promise from the team in the future and rebuilding early gives them a head start. Oh, absolutely. I mean, a hundred percent, uh, great comment there. Um, Jake Mountford, big fan of the show. I love the hustle KJ Martin has on the rebounds. His bounce and energy is so important. KJ Martin, you know, we talked about him when they drafted him. Uh, Jeremy, my co-host Jeremy Brenner and I, you know, talked about him. And the one word that comes to mind when you look at his abilities on the court, the dude is springy. Like the dude can just jump out of the building. And going back to that incredible block on uh, the biggest fake tough guy in the league, Rudy Gobert. Uh, and that's the second time he has blocked a, a center in a game. If you guys remember back earlier in, in the season, uh, KJ Martin had a, an incredible block on Boban. Uh, uh, Bo, the big doof that plays for the, the Mavericks. Uh, Bo, Boban, whatever his name is. Uh, Anthony says, Jazz are pretenders, Lakers coming out of the West. Anthony, uh, another great comment from you. I, I could not agree with you more. And, and I get it. You know, the Jazz are, are great in the regular season. And I have no problem giving them props for what they've done. And I'm only going to go off of what I saw from the performance tonight. That, of course, the Jazz should have beaten the Rockets tonight. But, I mean, the Rockets were right there with five minutes left. They were only down five points. And the, the youth of this team, they're not used to being in those situations. Uh, you know, KJ, you know, Sterling Brown, Kevin Porter Jr., Jay Sean Tate, 
you know, Justin Patton, all these guys are just getting used to playing in the league. Sterling Brown is probably a, him and Ben McLemore are the, the leaders of the group, I guess, when it comes to minutes played in the NBA, you know, at this point, but they were amongst a bunch of rookies. Uh, they weren't ready for the moment down the stretch, but the jazz are pretenders. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Anthony, um, Luke says, I don't understand what the Rockets Twitter sees in Mason Jones. Uh, Mason Jones was cut about a week ago and then the Rockets brought him back on a 10 day, uh, contract. Luke, to be honest with you, my man, I think it's just too early to judge on Mason Jones. I think he showed enough in the, in the, in his time with the Rockets that I think he deserves some more minutes. You know, I think if, if the Rockets are going to trade Victor Oladipo, if they're going to trade PJ Tucker, if they're going to trade Ben McLemore, which all signs point to that they will, and you're going to go full youth movement, then why not give Mason Jones a, a longer look? That's the perspective that I have. Do I think he's a great player now? No, I don't. Do I think that he could be a great player down the road? Great is probably a stretch for what Mason Jones is. But if the Rockets are going to embrace the, if they're going to embrace the tank, then give Mason Jones some minutes. And Michael Hall is back. I don't like excuses. I like results. Okay, Michael, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, I, I look at the the win loss column. The Rockets have lost 15 games in a row. I really don't disagree with you. I, I, I wish the Rockets, you know, were performing better. I wish they were winning games. Um, I think the Rockets front office has done after what I've seen with Kevin Porter Jr. I mean, I got to give the, the Rockets front office props for, for finding him. I got to give the Rockets front office props for KJ Martin Jr. I've got to get the Rockets. I have to give the Rockets front office props for David Nwaba, but I think the Rockets front office has done a criminal job in getting this this roster specifically help to address the Christian Wood injury. Like how many more games are we going to say, well, if we had Christian Wood, then we would be, you know, winning games. I mean, all they've done on the front line to address this issue is you went out and got Justin Patton. Justin Patton had 13 points and five rebounds tonight, but the Rockets, you know, they, what did they give up to uh, fake guy, Rudy to Gobert? 13, 14 points and 13 rebounds. Royce O'Neal had a good game on the boards. He had 11 rebounds. The Rockets didn't get manhandled on the boards tonight. The Rockets actually outscored the Jazz in the paint, uh, but the Rockets simply just didn't have enough bodies to play with the Jazz. So the the title, I don't like excuses. I like results. Uh, I'm with you, Michael. I, I really am. But I think on this night individually, I think I have to give the Rockets as much credit as I can for doing everything that they could do given the guys that they had. Uh, Lewis Brown is back saying, Getting a few more young guys to go with KPJ and Ke Kevin Porter Jr. and Kenyon Martin Jr. and Tate and Wood. Oladipo, Tucker, and McLemore can get you some up-and-coming players. I totally agree. Uh, I would keep an eye, if I'm a Rockets fan, on what's going on in Miami. The, the Miami Heat are playing great basketball right now ever since they've gotten their roster back. But Precious Achua, who was their first-round draft pick this year, uh, not getting a ton of minutes, not getting a ton of run in Miami. Can the Rockets front office led by Raphael Stone encourage the Miami Heat to take a chance on a guy like a, you know, can the Rockets put together a deal centered around Victor Oladipo and PJ Tucker to give them more ammunition on the front line and in the backcourt and convince the Heat to, to give up on a guy like Precious Achua 
um, because he's a rookie and he's not going to get a ton of minutes in the uh, in the postseason. That's something to keep an eye on. Jacob comes back and says, uh, can't expect results with a massively injured, inexperienced team. I think that's fair too. Um, one thing that I have not been able to get beyond is the Rockets were losing all these games and they were still trotting out John Wall and Eric Gordon and all these guys and not bringing up the, the young guys quicker. Now, props to the Rockets because they did bring them up after the All-Star break. But I think these guys should have been up much sooner than they were. Um, I don't, and Harvey Lee comes back and says, I don't think we're that bad to be able to select him, but I see what you're saying. Uh, Michael Hall is back saying it's been downhill, some new ownership. I'm not sure what you mean by that. Uh, Angelito says, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. is the new face of the Rockets. Look, man, I, I don't really know if he's a new face of the Rockets because I do, I still think Christian Wood is the best player on this team. But I will tell you, once Christian Wood comes back and there is noise that he's going to be coming back within the next week, you have a combination of Kevin Porter Jr., K.J. Martin Jr., uh, Jay Sean Tate, and Christian Wood. Yeah, you can sign this Rockets fan up to watch that team because you know what they'll do? At least they give a damn. At least they take the court every night and they try, unlike P.J. Tucker who just wants to whine himself into a corner until the Rockets trade him. I have respect for guys that will at least take the court and play the game that they're getting paid a ton of money to do. Uh, Anthony says, was really looking forward to see who we can flip Gordon for. Unfortunately, he's injured now. I get it. Eric Gordon is out four to six weeks. I still think the prospect of Eric Gordon being traded is on the table because a team may look at the situation and say, look, we get it. He's out four to six weeks, but that still puts, puts him back before the playoffs. A team to watch for Eric Gordon is, uh, Milwaukee. Michael Hall, I don't know what you're commenting. Rockets, so you can discern. I'm not going to address anything further that you're saying unless you start making some more sense, my man. Uh, Jake says, when the team comes back from injury, whenever that happens, who are your starters in rotation? Uh, your starting uh, point guard is for sure uh, John Wall. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. is going to be a starter. Jay Sean Tate. Uh, I think until further notice, I think you have to start um, – uh, Justin Patton, um, and, and Daniel house, I guess would be my other starting forward. Whenever he comes back, uh, Angelito says Mason Jones needs more minutes to gain confidence. Totally agree. Uh, Mitchell says, will wall be traded since Porter has looked good so far. It doesn't go hand in hand for me, Mitchell. Uh, I think John wall is the point guard for this team until further notice. Kevin Porter jr. I, I think is the starting uh, shooting guard. So I think you can play both of them uh, together. Um, uh, actually, Harvey says, I'm actually not looking at the games to see if they're going to win. I watch for the young guys to develop. I, I'm starting to agree with you there, Harvey. Connor O'Leary says, bring back Jeremy Lynn. Uh, no, I'm going to pass on that one. Uh, let's see. Jake says, I love how much heart the guys put in today show guys no matter what, how your team is doing, you put your hundred percent in every game. Absolutely. Michael Hall, I feel you. What type of big man uh, fits this offense? Harvey. I mean, it's, it's Christian Wood and Christian Wood was on the brink 
of being a fringe all-star. Was he going to be an all-star this year? No, probably not. Um, now, Christian Wood, I, I think the one guy to watch out for on the trade market for the Rockets is John Collins. John Collins is the starting power forward for the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, or I think he's the starting power forward. I, I imagine uh, that he should be starting, but he's on the outs with the Hawks. I, I, he's not going to resign there at the end of the year. He is going to be a free agent. So the one guy to look out for for the Rockets is uh, John Collins. John Collins is a power forward that would fit in perfectly next to Christian Wood. Uh, so you bring in John Collins. If you can flip Victor Oladipo uh, in for John Collins, I'm all in for that. Expiring deal for expiring deal. And bring in John Collins, see how he fits with Christian Wood, and then you re-sign him uh, in the offseason. Angelito says, Kevin Porter Jr. is the crossover of Russ and Harden. Agree? No. Look, do I, do I think Kevin Porter Jr., I said it at the top of the show, and I mean it, that I think the dude has everything it takes to be special in this league. But as a Houston Rocket, he's only played two games. Like, I, I get it. I, I get that his buddy is, is James Harden, and, you know, he's, he's very complimentary of, uh, of James Harden, but Kevin Porter Jr., A, has to win at least a game as a Rocket before I'm putting him in the same breath as James Harden. I mean, at least one. Do I think that he's looked good thus far? Absolutely. Do I think that with more minutes, is he only going to get better? Yes. He had a play tonight where he went on the left side of the basket and he finished with his right hand over Rudy Gobert in, a, in an acrobatic shot. And I think, I mean, the kid, the kid has special written all over him. And look, anybody who listens to the show knows that I get into my feelings about the Rockets. I'm not going to mince words about it. I'm very passionate about the Rockets. We all are. Anybody who watch, who continues to watch this team after losing 15 games in a row, you're a fan. And I have some, some hot takes, let's call it, you know, after games where if I'm frustrated with the way the team looks, I'm going to voice my opinion. And the more I thought about it today, my co-host, Jeremy Brenner, you know, he's even, he's even Steven, right? And he brings me back to reality. And I think one thing that he is brought up numerous times is the fact that this Rockets team going through everything that they've gone through. The, the, this is not a good roster at this point. This is a, a mismatched roster. Like the, the parts, there's no hole right now because you have guys in and out of the lineup, you know, Victor Oladipo. Uh, I mean, he was, he was out tonight for injury maintenance. Okay. Whatever the, whatever the hell that means. Um, but tonight was a glimpse into what this Rockets future can be. When you add Christian Wood to a guy like Kevin Porter Jr., who the Rockets got for free, they got him for a second-round pick from the Cleveland Cavaliers because Cleveland couldn't handle his personality, right? Like, the guy's a little bit out there. Who cares? Like, can he put the ball in the bucket, and can he play the game of basketball at a high level? Well, yeah, the answer is yes. So the Rockets appear to have gotten a steal in Kevin Porter Jr., but they need to continue to – it looks like they're getting towards the youth movement, right? P.J. Tucker is probably not going to be a Rocket. I would say by the end of next week, he's probably going to be playing for a different team. That's a ton of minutes that open up for a guy like K.J. Martin Jr. And K.J. Martin Jr. has done nothing but impress since coming up. And the more minutes he gets, the more comfortable he gets, the better off this Rockets team is going to be. Uh, Ryan brings up a, a trade proposal. The Magic receive P.J. Tucker and Victor Oladipo. The Rockets receive Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac. 
uh, signed me up for that in about 0.0004 seconds. Uh, Jonathan Isaac, a, a really nice uh, NBA role player, I would call him, from Florida State, plays the small forward position. Aaron Gordon, for people who aren't familiar, um, made his name, I would say, in the NBA dunk contest. He would be another interesting fit next to Christian Wood. Um, what about Aaron Gordon as Vinicius? My apologies if I uh, butchered that name. Aaron Gordon, again, a name that the Rockets seem to be interested in. And he would be a nice fit at the power forward position, like I just said, next to Christian Wood. Uh, let's see. Uh, Connor O'Leary says, everyone talks about Akeem the Dream, but nobody asks about his nightmares. Uh, that's a great point. Uh, Michael, you know what, man? I I'd love to have a beer with you sometimes. I think some of your comments just got lost in translation. Uh, I'd love to, to sit down with you and buy you a beer and, and talk some Rockets basketball. So you're, you're welcome anytime on this show. And I appreciate all your feedback, brother. Um, now we're going to wrap the show up here in a few minutes. So thank you everybody for coming on and, and watching. We've had some incredible back and forth tonight, and I'm very thankful you guys are staying up late. It is now Saturday morning as we are recording this show. Uh, the Rockets next game uh, is against the Boston Celtics. Uh, there, there were some whispers that the, uh, that Christian Wood would be back for this game. Uh, early reports are it doesn't appear that he will be back for this game. So, I mean, Boston, Boston's a tough team. You know, Boston's got, got a lot of talent. Uh, I know that their record doesn't necessarily reflect that. They are 19 and 18 on the year. Um, now, the Rockets are, they do have a seven-game uh, home uh, stand. Uh coming up and this could be a chance for the Rockets to kind of get back, you know, on pace here. And I, I will say this, Michael Hall, hopefully you're still watching the show. You made a comment about ownership earlier. I would like to see before the trade deadline of March 25th, which is coming up soon. I want to see the front office, get us some more help on the front line. And I want to see what help on the front line could mean for the rest of this season. The Rockets were 11 and 10, before they went on this 15-game losing streak, you got to imagine if the Rockets had some help on the front line, what this these last 15 games could have looked like. Jake says, almost 6 a.m. in the UK. Good reaction, Michael. Keep doing what you do. Appreciate you, my man. Uh, so the Rockets do play the Boston Celtics uh, Sunday night. Uh, hopefully, uh, I'm optimistic that you could see John Wall return. Uh, I guess it's every fourth game. So Victor Oladipo might be coming back. So that's pretty cool. Uh, we'll wait for updates on Daniel House. Eric Gordon is going to be out uh, for six, four to six weeks. So he's definitely out. But you could see John Wall and Victor Oladipo come back. And that combined with the performances of uh, Kevin Porter Jr. and KJ Martin Jr. I think the Rockets actually have a pretty decent shot at winning on Sunday. I know. I said that the Rockets, you know, would lose tonight, which they did, unfortunately. Um, but we will wait and see on Sunday. Rockets, if they play with the same energy and effort that they did tonight, I think the Rockets certainly have a shot at winning on Sunday. But with all that being said, it is late enough. I appreciate everybody watching the show. This has been the Dream Take, the number one podcast for SB Nations, the Dream Shake. Make sure to check out the Dream Take on Twitter at the dream take make sure to check out 
the Dream Shake on Twitter as well, at Dream Shake SBN. You can follow me on Twitter at BSW Podcast underscore MB. Make sure to check out my co-host as well on Twitter, Mr. Jeremy Brenner at J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E-N-E-R. Thank you so much. And until next time, go Rockets!